0: So like when my mum made and my dad really likes katsu curry. So when my mum made it for the first time, he was so shocked. He was like, first of all, where's the katsu? And second of all, what are these diced things in the curry? (laughs) That's hilarious.
1: Hiya and welcome to another episode of the Asian Narrative Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, joined by my co-hosts, Satoko and Asaki. Here, we invite you to a conversation on important matters, including identity, culture, and societal issues in relations to being Asian in the West. And in this episode, we'll be touching on topics surrounding food and the role that it plays in our identity and our upbringing. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello. The first question i'm gonna ask is what is your favorite like um food that your mom makes so like your favorite japanese dish and also your favorite like westernized dish so two favorite dishes
0: well the westernized dish if i can start first is anything to do with bread i just love bread bread (laughs) um (laughs) especially french bread like baguettes so anything um, so basically a sandwich is my favorite western dish.
1: Did you sound like Joey from Friends? He just loves sandwiches.
0: Yeah. But <laughs> a sandwich is, but a sandwich I think is like a potato. You can do so much with it depending on what you this put in it.
1: I saw That's like a buzzfeed one of those articles and it was like <laughs> sandwiches around the globe i'm like i literally went through every single one i was like oh that's
0: delicious I'll yeah that. <laughs> and like it, it can be breakfast lunch and dinner, dinner, I, dinner? dinner. I, I would Just eat it dinner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like if i could i would have it four or three but i feel like that's kind of do, overdoing yeah. it yeah um so, so that's no, no, my no. no
2: so wait
1: you need to you need to down you need to specify what kind of sandwich is your favorite sandwich Ooh. like a
0: dish <laughs> I yeah, mean, like I would say like specific. Oh, that's a <laughs> <laughs> would, like a like a. I, I like avocados and tomatoes and cheese and like stuff mm. like I, I mean, to be fair, I really like just a plain cheese and tomato sandwich. I just, mm. I really it's like simple. that. It's nice, it's really simple. Mm. Or an avocado oh, toast, obviously. Oh, a stupid time to do like this, it's talking. really good. We're getting hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Liz just like,
1: "Mm." oh
2: yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Okay, so that's your favorite Western food. What's your favorite Japanese dish?
0: Um, I think the I think one that my mum makes that I really Mm. like is fried chicken. It's like a a specific kind Mm. of fried chicken. It's not like it's not like KFC. It's like but yeah. she cuts. It's called karaage. and it's like yeah. basically like deep fried chicken, I guess. Mm. Except my mum, like normally, it's really big. Like she, yeah. normally, like the, the ones you get in the supermarkets are quite big, but my mum makes them really small, like bite size, and she puts like a little bit more ginger and a little bit less soy sauce, so it's a little bit kind of mm. more a bit like gingery. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and I really like that. I feel yeah. like.
2: It's different. It tastes different depending on the household.
0: Yeah, I've tried so many different yeah.
2: ones. Like my mom's, my my grandma's, like my friends' family or whatever. They all taste different.
0: Yeah, Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I think that's true. Yeah, that's mine.
2: They all have different little like kick or different dresses to it.
1: Mm. What about yeah. yours, Asaki?
2: My western, my favorite western food, or. If it okay, if I can't say like potatoes or like (laughs) avocados, like if it has to be a dish Mm -hmm. a burger, that's so basic. (laughs) But I would I would go for like honestly any burger, just meat, bacon, cheese, lettuce. I don't know. But it sounds it sounds if it sounds like it just sounds like a fatty version of what Satoko's answer was—a sandwich. Basically,
1: a With sandwich.
2: A yeah, <laughs> like
1: <a laughs> What's your favorite burger place?
2: Um, Five Guys. Oh my gosh, but their fries mm. are so good. The <laughs> I don't fries. Know why are talking fries.
1: About. <laughs> Honestly, the fries come in like double the portion that you're supposed to. Uh huh.
2: Uh huh. You get way more than what you paid for, and I it's like I chunky it. fries.
1: Cajun fries. Uh-huh. I thought the first time I had it, and I was like, "Is this what Americans eat?" I was in like portion. I was like, "I cannot finish." No,
2: it. it's it's bigger than like like all the other portions. But I have my to... my favorite my favorite burger like I, I mean I like Five Guys too, but that's like a chain restaurant, right? Yeah. I have there's this like Colombian restaurant nearby, and they have the best burger, and it's, it's huge. huge. She's it's like trying bigger to get sponsored.
0: That. She's
2: trying to get this one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Plus if I could. But I think it's like a smaller business. So like you know, it's uh, I don't think nobody would maybe nobody would, but it has like coleslaw, it has like like chunks of um pineapples in them and ham, and it's it's that so good. And you eat it with pink sauce.
0: Mm, <laughs> What's I don't even know sauce. what pink sauce yeah. is.
2: It's but... like I think it's a mixture of uh um, ketchup and mayonnaise, mayonnaise and like a little bit of spice. <clears throat> I don't know. It's so good. <laughs>
1: Interesting. What about your favorite Japanese dish?
2: My Japanese dish that my mom makes would be. Just, it's like anyone that makes. Um, I like okonomiyaki, so it's oh, like oh, um, it's yeah. like. Kind of like I guess it's like dish. a, it's like a vegetable pancake. It sounds weird when I say it in English, kind of, because like it pancakes are panc- so supposed like to be sav- like a savory. Yeah, pancake. it's like a savior It has all the, the vegetables in it, and you're like basically similar to a pancake, but it's so good. um oh It's been my favorite dish that my mom makes since I was really little. She, like, she makes it. She makes it. Or when I lived in Japan, when, like. When it was easier to like get Japanese ingredients, we would have it every Sunday because I like it so much. (laughs) Uh
1: That's funny because you say like um, it sounds weird because it's a savoury pancake. Because I guess in like Western societies, they associate pancakes as like Like sweet. sweet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's funny you say that because today I actually had a a Vietnamese savoury pancake today.
2: Uh Mm Uh-huh. Delicious. Is it similar to of. Yeah, kind,
1: kind, no, no, I think it's really thin. It's more of a crack.
2: Oh, okay. I kind of
1: think so. It's a lot thinner. Um uh-huh. it's just super crispy. It's delicious. Uh-huh. Just drown it in fish sauce. So uh uh-huh,
2: uh-huh. everyone's yeah. a winner. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But okay,
1: for me, thinking my favorite my favourite western food, I'm trying to think. It's got to be pasta. I love pasta. <laughs> I actually love pasta. Any type of pasta I'll I'll just eat. But I need to specify it, okay. Yeah. Um,
2: you made us I know. specific. Yeah. I, I
1: do like a like a prawn linguine. It's delicious. Ooh. I just love it. It's delicious. Um, I feel like people
2: shouldn't listen to this when they're hungry. Yeah. Yeah, don't listen Disclaimer. to this. It's just a warning. Just stop now. A trigger
1: warning. Just don't. <laughs> Only listen to this when you've eaten. Yeah. Um. Don't blame us if you uh, order a crap load of food. Yeah. Um, do not send out. <laughs> <laughs> Do not send us your invoices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, my favourite Vietnamese dish... I'm trying to think what it is. Um, actually, it's kind of like a it's like a seafood noodle soup. And the noodles is kind of similar to like udon, but it's really, really soft.
0: It's like mm. a lot softer. Delicious. Love it. Crap. What's it called Crab in Vietnamese? Uh,
1: what is it called in Vietnamese? I think <laughs> it's called banh gan, which just translates to... Soup, noodle. <laughs> soup, noodle. <laughs> I mean, literally so basic. <laughs> Unless I've got that translation wrong. Yeah, oh, it's funny because my little brother he was like, "Oh, mum wants you to come home," and uh, he couldn't pre- like, he couldn't type what it was called, so he did mm-hmm. a direct translation, and it translates to like wet cake. <laughs> he was like, mum wants you to come home to eat wet cake." Wet I was like, cake? Okay, I'll <laughs> Do you know what They are—they're like the steamed rolls. I think they're called like uh, in—I think in Cantonese it's called chung fun. I don't know if you had it. It's like steamed rolls. It's like people eat for dim sum. Mm. They're delicious.
0: Um, so that's my favorite
1: Vietnamese food. But I do like Vietnamese food, so that's quite hard. I like everything.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. I love Asian. Yeah. Food. No, like so I know that, that that's yeah. such a generic thing to say. I know, but mm. I just love Asian food. Like, yeah. Same. But I think it's but because like, it tends to be yeah. quite
1: light, not too heavy. You know, you mm-hmm. don't feel like you're in a coma, well, unless oh, you eat yeah. like ten baguettes. But, I don't but
0: like, I I would <laughs> I would say that like if you because Japan has a lot of like white sticky rice, I would say that mm. you can get into a food coma after that. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. But like, 100%. I think with Southeast Asian food though, it's definitely a lot lighter. Like, I love Vietnamese food; I could eat so much. Unless
1: you of that. eat fried. South Asian food, but we don't really have a lot of fried foods. At most, it'd be like fried seafood, but that's not really heavy. Mm. Even if it's fried, it's still quite light. Mm
2: -hmm. um Mm
1: -hmm. But what's your what's your most disliked Japanese dish?
2: I feel like if it's if it's something that I don't like, my mom doesn't really make them because she knows that (laughs) I don't like
0: them. So I don't know what I don't like. That's so nice of your mum. (laughs)
2: <laughs> My or maybe know. that's
0: why I'm like a little bit picky. My mom's when like, I... "Nope,
1: you're still eating it." I'm like, "Okay." I would fine. say I'll like I
0: always had an issue with grilled fish, not because, because I like I don't mind eating it. Like it's not the taste or anything. It's just having to pick out all of the bones, yeah, before I yeah, eat it, okay. and I feel like it's too much of an effort, and I'm already giving up before I even eat, and I- I'm like. So, it's like, more
1: like um, whole fish is really in it, so it doesn't really. Need to be grilled. just
0: grill. Well, we have like yeah. we have half a like half. So the, the fish is cut Slice. in half, yeah, and um, then you get the grill, and then that half is grilled, and oh, so you so get yeah. it, and you can see the bones. And technically, like people who yeah, are really good at it to. can like take mm. it all at once, but take it all at once. I yeah. feel like I, I mean, I have to, I because I don't like the skin either. Some people eat the skin because it's mm. grilled. Yeah, the skin. Yeah so I need that's to take off that's my favorite off. part of this really like I <laughs> yeah. take off the I skin. I take everybody's skin <laughs> I, I, I actually you're I only like eat the skin dad. if it's
2: like,
1: I'm like you're not I eating I only, that I'll take it <laughs> I only eat it if it's really crispy if it's not crispy oh, oh
0: yeah
1: I can't eat it I literally will peel it off as but well but it's just
0: like the saddest thing because I take the skin off And then I take the bones off and I'm basically just slowly seeing all the bits that I cannot eat from my fish and the fish just gets like smaller Uh and smaller. And I'm like, wait, is this, is this my dinner? And it's just like, really sad. So I think, I think that one, just because like, it's just, it's such a hassle to eat. It's just such a high maintenance food to eat. It just asks too much of you.
1: I'm too low maintenance, I can't eat
0: it. Do you eat the fish eyes? I don't. I, it doesn't. I don't. Yeah. I no, know. I don't eat that.
1: Yeah. I think I tried it once. I was like, "This is weird."
2: <laughs> yeah. I think my dad... my dad. Eat. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. like, he my doesn't want to waste any part yeah. of the like yeah. fish. He's I He's like, "Oh, it. It's fine." I yeah. think that's a
1: very Asian thing to do. Is definitely not waste. We can talk about that in a bit, but yeah, um, definitely no no wastage.
2: For yeah, people. yeah. He would eat any part of it. like my dad would just eat the bones too. Like he. He's just, yeah, like, he can, he, he's impatient, but he's, like, he would eat
0: everything. He just doesn't yeah. Wait, but what the about you, first time I guys. choked on a fishbone. Oh, it's the worst. Wait, what? I remember, like,
1: when you first, like, choked on a fishbone.
0: Oh, my gosh. Can I remember what my mom like, did. Like...
1: She, yeah. But my mom was, like, she balled up rice, and she like, just swallowed it whole. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes,
0: that's <laughs> what that's what I it That's what It works. That's what my mom did to me as well. <laughs> just eat rice. Eat rice.
1: Oh, like how can I eat this rice ball without like without chewing? It's so hard.
0: I think I think my mom gave me mochi, so like the actual uh-huh. like, oh, okay, the okay. sticky rice. It just... Chew- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's, it's cross cultural. So this thing. Yeah. <laughs> but what about I just you guys? I what do you want, like? I'm uh... your
1: for mine if there's like i think it's it's like a chinese thing because obviously there's a lot of influence of like chinese cuisine and vietnamese uh cuisine as well but it's like this like chinese medicine like chicken soup i hated it Mm. it's horrible i don't know if you ever had chinese medicine like herbal medicine
0: it's horrible
1: it's so it's so bitter it just tastes like the worst thing that's ever touched my mouth Especially when it's like food related, I was like, "Why am I drinking this?" For like, um, I've had herbal medicine before, and I just act it like it's like a tea, like a very, very bitter tea, right? But having it in actual food that I need to consume with my rice,
2: uh-huh. ugh.
1: And like, I think this time, I remember, I don't know what age it was, but um they just had a load of crap in it, and it had like really, it was really fatty chicken or something, and it was good for you. I was just like, ugh. <laughs> feel like the film of like like chicken fat at the top I was like uh. <laughs> uh yeah that so basically herbal medicine chicken which is horrible.
0: Interesting. I have to look it up horrible. to see what it yeah no. what what it <laughs> means. Don't. don't do it <laughs> don't
1: do it. I would definitely not recommend
0: <laughs> What about Yosaki? I mean she clearly doesn't eat what she doesn't like yeah. so wow yeah i'm joking
1: i know one of the things that you guys mentioned um in one of the podcasts with dan was uh is it natto yeah
0: the beans eaten
2: it before? yeah i like, yeah, it. I like them because oh you like them so that's yeah. not even a you don't you know, like it okay i think it's something natto is like something that if you're grown if you, if you like grow up eating it you like it i mean there's it, it, a lot of japanese people don't like him either but
1: I think -hmm. if If you grow up eating it you're used to it yeah I think it's quite a similar uh, thing it's like a similar thing to in Southeast Asian culture is uh, fish no shrimp paste that stuff stinks
2: Mm
1: -hmm. so bad (laughs) like it's it just smells rotten because it's like Uh fermented shrimp paste it's Mm. horrible Uh it looks horrible (laughs) too and like when my mom cooks it, I was like, "Mom, I don't want to eat that. Like, I can't." Things, <laughs> but when it's in food, it tastes amazing.
2: Uh huh. It
1: tastes so good. But yeah, initially it tastes terrible. Absolutely shocking.
2: I don't shocking. like. I mean, it's not a dish, but you know, like that thing. It's called. I think it's called gari. Like mm-hmm. the thing that comes with, like when you go to a sushi place, in the ginger, it's like yellow, yeah, I don't like. It's those. ginger.
0: Really? I can't think I of any. I couldn't
2: think it's of anything. So good. Like, what? It, it just well, I It's, it's
1: yeah. just pickled ginger, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Like, I don't like pickles. Maybe that's <gasps> <nice. laughs> I always take out the pickles out of my burgers. In case people cannot see. <laughs> me and Lynn are like shocked. Why are you guys surprised? They're just <laughs> Asian Asian food I, I also don't like Asian-
2: cucumbers
0: so like all what? that yeah. type of like but that do you know that's actually a thing that I don't know if it's like an Asian thing but I know quite a few people who cannot eat like those like cucumbers and watermelons and like the like the watery watery gray. yeah um vegetables like melons
1: do you like
2: mm-hmm. oh I don't like melons either but I like watermelon. That's I don't know. Maybe that's like a... I don't know. That's interesting. That's yeah. so interesting. Maybe it, there interesting. is something. Pickles, cool. though. Yeah, It's I don't such like an Asian them.
1: thing to have. It's a condiment. Like, you have I it on the side. Call. Kimchi?
2: No? No, I like... I do like kimchi, but when I was little, I used to water them down. you I the I would enough. have, you like, a bowl of right. water yeah. and I would just go... to <laughs> <"Hey." laughs> But i like that's the hilarious. taste but it's too much you know yeah so no, I, yeah i can now
0: funny. i can eat it
1: without without water that's but, so no. funny that's hilarious i um <laughs> i I don't do the same thing but i get what you do but basically yeah. what i do i eat, i put it in my bowl of rice and i just kind of like just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. slather it away so <laughs> all of the sauce is gone <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay funny. cool that's interesting <laughs> um okay cool um okay next question is do you feel like food culturally connects you to your identity
0: i mean yes (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i think yeah yeah i mean it is a it is a difficult question like you said because i mean do you i mean do you mean like if we didn't have or if i didn't eat these foods would i have a gaping hole in my identity (laughs) who am i, I think, Do you know what i think it's more of like let's say because obviously okay wait is food filling a say... void that is missing <laughs> in my
1: or oh, you have an identity crisis because you don't eat <laughs> japanese food <laughs> but it's more of like um because obviously people will see you as like japanese right and let's say you are living in the netherlands or in the uk mm-hmm. and you just don't consume mm-hmm. any japanese food at all mm-hmm. would you still consider yourself japanese
0: um. <clears throat> um I think I had a, I think I had a period in my life where that did happen where I just didn't I mean yeah where I didn't want to bring Japanese food to school
2: first yeah. of all like mm-hmm. for
0: lunch so I wouldn't have any Asian food for lunch and for dinner because like you know if you live in at least, especially, like, where I was living in Holland, like, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't... There wasn't a lot of, like, East Asian influence. So you'd have, mm. like, a lot of Southeast Asian influence, like, um satay and, like, sort of Indonesian food. But you didn't... Yeah. Or, and aside from Chinese food, like, there was no, like, Japanese... Food, and the, 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 the only Japanese food store available was, like, a 30-minute drive. So it was quite far away. Mm-hmm. So I think... I did have a period in my life where I just ate like a lot of western foods. Yeah. But yeah, I think that is really different and 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 mm-hmm. I and then yeah, I think I would question my identity if that if that was like the whole yeah. of my life. I think Japanese mm-hmm. food I think will food basically connects me to my parents and then also to my grandparents and so if I if I'm not exposed to Japanese food so if I if I'm not exposed to it and so I cannot eat it maybe because it tastes funny or it tastes weird if I come back to Japan I'm not going to be able to eat anything that my family um you know cooks and if i cannot eat anything then that's really disrespectful in asian culture and also it may it doesn't create opportunity to like like have conversations and connect so i think knowing japanese food being able to eat japanese food being able to enjoy it and also being able to eventually cook it allows me to um connect with my extended family So I do think that it's a really important thing. Um, Okay. Yeah.
1: I I think I definitely agree because I think one of the most important things is like going back home, basically. Mm -hmm. And I think it will be slightly embarrassing to me and even to my parents if I just wouldn't be able to eat any Vietnamese food kind of thing. It, It does, I think it does link to your identity in the sense of like, how can you be Vietnamese and not eat Vietnamese food? it's kind of like languages like how could you be vietnamese and not speak vietnamese can you actually call yourself vietnamese if you can't blah blah um so yeah i definitely agree with that and being able to you know enjoy it and then even just to suggest it to other people as well i think Mm -hmm. like oh i think you'll like this dish and blah blah blah. and yeah like you said as well like being able to cook it um i remember like Asaki was mentioned about the fried chicken like every household has a different it's different right and it comes down to that, where every household will have different, they're different takes on it, and it mm-hmm. just goes down the chain of like grandma, mum, you, blah blah blah, and even those levels might even be slightly different, mm. kind of thing. So yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely definitely agree. Food does culturally um, connect me to my identity like mm-hmm. a lot, and mm-hmm. like like you said as well, like, even in London, it's quite diverse area anyways. But I never really saw Vietnamese food when I was growing up. It was always like my house was Vietnamese food and that was it. I wouldn't be able to go outdoors and like order Vietnamese food. And I think it was only in my like early teens or like when I was, yeah, early teens. No, sorry, late teens, where I actually saw my first Vietnamese restaurant. I was like, oh, my God, (laughs) it's happening. It was just kind of sad, actually, because it turned out to be like a a, um, non-Vietnamese owned Uh. Vietnamese restaurant. It was yeah. one of those ones where it was like they went on, they went to Vietnam on a holiday, and then they brought it home <laughs> to to London. Mm-hmm. I get it, but it was not good. But I don't know if that's because I have a higher standard of Vietnamese food than other people. Because yeah, because you're getting yeah, like, right? that
0: makes yeah.
1: sense. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's do you know what? That's another question I'm gonna yeah. ask later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let me just not rant on that. please. <laughs> yeah, let's not. <laughs>
2: I mean, you could do so, a monologue and just do phone. <laughs> honestly, yeah. I, it could be
1: like a five-hour monologue about that. And I'm, yeah. I'm okay with
2: that. <laughs> I'm realizing I've never been in a situation where I was, like didn't have access to Japanese food. Like I grew up with my parents and up until college. And then I went to Japan for college. And I was living, living with my grandparents. So my grandma was making food all the time. And then now I'm living with my parents, so my mom and my dad, they make food. Um, and I'm moving away soon. So I'm trying mm. to figure out like what I'm supposed to cook, right? Because I, I can learn from my parents, but mm. it'll, it'll be Japanese, you know? So, yeah. I feel like I will miss eating Japanese food if I don't eat it for a while. Like you know, mm-hmm. I can last because I I've been on vacations for like a few weeks without mm-hmm. eating Japanese and that, that's fine. And I know like I, definitely for my parent, like my dad, he can't last over like two, like a week or two without eating like my mom's food. Like he, mm. he he does he can't go he can't go past like two weeks. He goes crazy. He's like I need I need like I need rice. I need I need rice <laughs> and like and like fish and natto. That's like that's all I need. Um, But I feel like I might um, come across that maybe in the beginning. Like, I wouldn't really. I don't know, because in the beginning, because I don't know how to cook. So (laughs) (laughs) I think in the beginning, I'm going to, like, buy a lot of food and not cook. But then I'm going to have to learn how to cook. And that's probably going to be from my mom, because who else am I going to learn it from? Mm Um. Like, yeah i think food definitely has you know an impact in my identity because when i don't know it's when i told my mom that i was moving the other day she was like what are you going to eat like you're not going to eat be able to eat my eat my food anymore like are you going to are you going to come back every weekend like i can give you food like that's Aww. all she cared about you know she didn't really like yeah. ask what i was going to do with my furniture like how am i going to move in like Food was like all she cared about, and she yeah. was like yeah. offering food already. And I haven't even moved out yet, so I feel like rather than um, food having um, connections to my identity, because identity sounds like a big whole area of, but I think it has a big connection to my family and my mom especially. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. I think like food is just it generally so significant in each culture Mm -hmm. and you know Lynn also talked about like introducing that food like introducing food to someone else is also kind of a means to introducing your culture to someone else I do Mm -hmm. think like you know I I, I am the same like I would be able to last quite a long time without eating Japanese food Mm -hmm. like without eating rice like it is possible but I do think that you know, if that's, like, a year or two years or three years, I think I would yeah. kind of think, I like, think oh, wait, what, it. like, yeah, I would not only crave it, but also kind of think, wait, not, not like, not to the extent of, like, who am I? But I would kind mm-hmm. of maybe yeah. question, like, oh, I haven't eaten Japanese food. Like, does that I, kind of question, yeah, like, feel, my Japanese-ness? Yeah, maybe, I, I feel I
2: obligated to at least know how to cook some of the food
0: being Japanese
2: living by myself like Mm -hmm. I I feel like I need to know how to cook them
0: it's like the easiest entry point to the culture so like I feel like if you know it then you're part of it in a way Mm -hmm. to an extent and then you can but if you don't know or if you don't like it then it's really hard to kind of integrate into that culture and I think that's with any culture but um, yeah as, as a Japanese person if I say like okay I'm Japanese I can speak mm-hmm. Japanese I look Japanese but I don't like Japanese food then it's like okay how are you gonna live like in <laughs> Japan or how are you Japanese you know like how yeah. and yeah so yeah I do think it's important
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I remember um, I think my first experience of like craving Vietnamese food is when I went to university and it was just not close to my mm. parents' house like at all. And then I'll get like, oh, really craving. I was just so like I was living in my parents' house from like when I was born until literally 18.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: I was used to my mum just cooking my food all the time. And like because I was so used to it, I never really thought I'd miss it because I was like just just rice, fish, yeah, vegetables, it's bit standard. And I only I only realised when I was at university and I had to cook for myself. I was like, oh my God, I can't bother to cook for one thing. And then second I was like I really miss my mom's food <laughs> and there was not no vietnamese places in at that mm-hmm. university yeah. at all mm-hmm.
2: um
1: but yeah that's when i realized i needed to learn how to cook yeah then and i tried some of them just was bad it was calamity like terrible
2: and even if um, there was a vietnamese restaurant i feel like it's different from what you would get yeah, from yeah
1: so i've tried out some vietnamese places in london mm-hmm. and none of them has really like matched my mom's food but i don't know if everyone has that attachment it's to not their mom's to, food, it's not to the yeah. to
0: your
2: expectation yeah
1: there's, there's been times where like oh it's all right it's good
0: yeah but to it's be fair three stars, mom's. your mom's cooking yeah. is like exceptional
1: <laughs> she is like the chef yeah basically. yeah um, but she caters food though so yeah that's kind of like the oh yeah so she's always been into food um And I can just slide into the next topic, but it's more of like I think for Asian mums in general, Asian women, like love language is definitely food. And I think Asians in general, um, I'm not just saying specifically Asians, but obviously with our experiences, they're going to be Asians, but that's they do not show like verbal or physical affection Mm -hmm. to you at all. Um, So I feel like their way of being like uh, affectionate or appreciative of you kind of thing is through food it's just unspoken raw kind of thing i never really understood it until i don't know i think i was a little bit older and then i realized like that's how my mom communicates with me kind of thing mm-hmm. and it just just started when i was just you know studying for exams and stuff and then she would just bring me literally cut fruit like peeled peeled that's gotta be peeled first and cut specifically and she would just bring me like cute little I think they're like cocktail forks or something yeah they, yeah but yeah like tiny forks or like (laughs) even just a toothpick so I can not get my hands dirty while I study yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah like um when I was talking about how I went to university and I'll go home for like a weekend or something my mom would literally pack boxes of Vietnamese food for me and yeah she always just says like oh yeah you know just bring this bring that with you and it would be like loads of Vietnamese like ingredients like rice noodles and normal noodles and just 10 kkg kg of rice like I eat every day I do not eat rice like that but, <laughs> um yeah definitely definitely is one of my like love languages and definitely like I think it's also one of my love languages actually and someone did actually mention it to me like food is definitely one of your love languages that they've noticed and i'm just mm-hmm. like thinking about it I was like, oh it is actually and I, I think that is because of my mom mm-hmm. kind of thing and especially because i've moved out now so i'm not at university i live quite close to my parents still and i know what my mom does she'll just like call me she's like oh i'm making this dish and she knows it's one of my favorite dishes or one of my brother's favorite dishes and she's like yeah come home come on come on
2: yeah um
1: it's quite nice because I'm like oh she clearly misses me or she just like wants to do this
2: yeah I
1: should make a fancy dish you know like the normal dish is just like rice fish or some sort of protein and vegetables and that's just like a I'm not gonna go home to eat that random dish I could just make it at home kind of thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's not really a question but it's more of like a an acknowledgement
2: yeah but I feel like this this like love language isn't it's it's it goes both ways like I feel like you know, mm-hmm. moms especially cook food to show love, but they see that other people love them back by seeing mm. that the, like, yeah. the food okay. is, you know, eaten and they're enjoying the food and they're finishing it. So I feel like mm-hmm. one way for, you know, the rest of the family to show love back to the mom is like, you know, telling her that the food is good yeah, and you're enjoying it and just like enjoying mm-hmm. the meal.
0: I mean, like you have those specific um, words that you say, like acknowledgments yeah. before and after the meal, and I think that's really yeah. common in Asian countries. Um, mm-hmm. Where, like, I don't, you can say it in Vietnamese, because otherwise I would probably picture yeah, yeah. it. But like in Japanese, you first say <laughs> itadakimasu, which is basically, it's not really thank you for the meal. It's like, okay, I am acknowledging, I am going to start eating, like. I, I am receiving the meal, basically. I think that like, that's yeah. a better wording for it. And then after you eat it, you say sama, which is basically like gochisosama is like to have a lot of food and like to be full. So you're like, thank you. I, am, I have been filled oh. with food, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and basically. Like, and by saying those things, you're basically acknowledging whoever cooked it. You're also saying thank you. And then, mm-hmm. and then you also usually say something like, oh, it was really nice. Like, oh, I really mm-hmm. like this. And, like, the yeah, conversation yeah. kind of continues. So I do think that that's and – I, and I think, like, like, my dad started cooking quite recently, and he used to never cook. And, like, when – and, like, let's be honest, like, it's not always a success. And, like, <laughs> but when we say, like, oh, maybe you can do this next time, he gets really upset. And I think that kind of shows like, you know, the the relationship and like how because it's it's I mean, it is that the fact that he made the food, which is like an action in itself that we should be thankful for. But it's also like what you said, it's a love language. It's not just about the food, but it's about like the effort that he put in while cooking. So to say like, oh, mate, can you add a little bit less, you know, salt next time? And he's like, <gasps> how did you just say <laughs> <not liking> food. <laughs> yeah and it's not yeah so I think for a lot of people it's a lot more of the effort that goes because food I mean it does yeah. take effort and so it's about seeing someone put that effort on the meal and then mm. also like and that connects to not leaving anything you have to eat the whole mm. thing because of the effort that people put in and you're basically it's like yeah you're just being thankful and you're acknowledging it and you're also showing that you appreciate their effort in cooking the food and I think yeah it's definitely like a reciprocated love language yeah
2: yeah
1: Yeah. I was gonna ask um you kind of touched on it but like do you have any other um like meal etiquettes at the table In terms of like dinner or any type of meal
2: you're not supposed i mean you're not supposed to like with chopsticks you're not supposed Mm -hmm. to like grab the same thing at the same time
1: well as someone else
2: yeah like you're not supposed to pick so let's say if it's like um like we share a bowl like like multiple Mm -hmm. bowls and we like scoop it to our own plates like we're not supposed to like yeah the same at the same time, they're like, not supposed to, to touch. Yeah, they're not like, supposed
0: to touch other people's. <laughs> they're like,
2: oh, you go. Like, we can't all go at it at the same oh, time. oh I see, I see. Because there's like a, yeah. there's like a, um, like a, at funerals, that's how they pick up uh, like bones. Oh. With oh.
0: So yeah. and that's like why you also don't it like back. stick the chopsticks. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I know that one. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it looks like incense sticks, right? yeah yeah you're also like not i mean that i don't know how it is in vietnam but like in japan there's so many really small etiquette things especially related to Mm -hmm. chopsticks like you're not when you use the chopsticks like the back bits aren't meant to cross when you're using it or like when you put them down Mm -hmm. you have to put them down sideways and not lengthways and also they're not meant to cross when you put them down or like you're not. Oh, wow. okay. You're not really meant to like. Pick, I
2: mean, they're not gonna like you know? disown you if you do Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but they're like, not if gonna, being... they're gonna understand.
0: <laughs> yeah, or like oh, you're not. Oh, like, you're not meant to like put, you know, take two chopsticks in each hand to like pull apart something. Like the chopsticks should oh, always stay in one hand. Your one hand. Yeah, and stuff I'll like that. that. <laughs> like it there's quite. It's it's quite. It's also like when you eat. Rice, you're not supposed. You're
2: supposed to pick it up. You can't eat it off the table. You have to like yeah. bring oh, it to your go. face.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's interesting, actually. But know, you don't, don't pick think... up the plate. The plate always stays. It's just the yeah, rice. The, it's just a rice bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, <laughs> it's so
2: weird. Like it, I don't. I do this unconsciously, and yeah. I'm just realizing these are all like things that like rules that people don't know. Like if they don't grow yeah. up, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite a lot.
1: I think we have some similarities not so much on chopstick etiquettes, but mm-hmm. um, definitely the don't stick your chopstick and rice but then again why would you even do that for one
2: yeah <laughs> um, use the forks if you're gonna do yeah.
1: it. but we definitely yeah you don't eat from your bowl that's from the table like that kind of thing you yeah bring it to your face, which I think is a common sense thing anyway <laughs> yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: I think that's why they're small right you just it's just so that you don't eat, like and then, spill it yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah. but
2: I don't yeah, know yeah again, it's just I, less again, uh-huh. Yeah,
1: and the whole plate thing. Yeah, you don't do that as well. Like, yeah, you wouldn't bring the plate up to your mouth. Something. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I definitely realized. Um, I like family dinner is, um, like the head of the family eats first. Like, hmm.
2: uh. my
1: dad would eat first, and we can't eat until my dad eats first. Kind of. Is thing. that
2: like? Do you guys actually follow that? Because I feel like that's a thing, but like mm. we don't do that anymore. Like nobody does that anymore.
1: At least it's like, my thing but i don't think it's i don't think my dad would scold us if we ate first
2: uh-huh. um, or do you like but, do you guys kind of try to wait until
1: yeah Maybe pretty because... much
2: hmm. yeah because like i just go most for the
1: time, time just i'm just too hungry my mom's mom like getting ready for the food to be like moved to the table and me and my me and my brother would help my mom bring the stuff to the table mm-hmm. my dad's already sat down so it makes sense he eats first anyways because uh-huh. he's already sat down kind of thing um so yeah that happens um my dad's a buddhist well he's a very practicing buddhist so he says like a kind of like a, a prayer or something beforehand but i think it's more of like thankful for the food type of thing mm-hmm. um but i realized also i don't know if it, i know it's not specifically for asian families but i know asian cultures have like we don't really have like individual dishes it's everything shared like there's just yeah. loads of different dishes and yeah. we all just sit around the table and we eat together
2: yeah.
1: mm-hmm. um and i know we kind of spoke on it a little bit but you know asian culture of like collectivism kind of thing might kind of come into that where everything's just shared and we all eat together type of thing
2: yeah we don't really bring mm-hmm. our food into our room like we always yeah, have
1: to nah.
2: wait i think we t- i don't know where we talked about this i know we did somewhere yeah (laughs) in one of the recordings (laughs)
0: we can say Uh, it again we always eat together yeah
2: yeah we have to wait for everybody to you know be ready
0: i don't know like i'm I'm quite interested in the vietnamese like how you guys eat it in the household because um in japan it's quite common to have like Not so much like the main dish, but like a lot of small dishes surrounding like (laughs) satellite dishes around the plate as well. So you'd have like, (laughs) like, you'd have like, you have your protein and you have your bowl of rice, but that's also like a satellite dish kind of right, like on the side. Mm -hmm. And then you also have your soup, which is also on the side. And then you'd have like pickles or you'd have like a little bit of salad or like a little Mm -hmm. bit. And then when I say little, I mean like little, like on a tiny Mm -hmm. plate and they, like, kind of surround the main dish, if that makes sense. <laughs> and so, like, I'm yeah, just wondering, yeah, yeah. like, is that also a thing? Yeah, in... so
1: we kind of do, actually. So everyone has, like, a their individual bowl of rice, and then we get the main dish, which is some sort of protein. But one of the most common main dishes in Vietnamese uh, cuisine is actually, like, a soup. Like a... I don't know what to call it. It's not, like, soup what you think in a Western sense, but it's, mm-hmm. like... A soup that has vegetables and meats in it as well so it Mm -hmm. could be like pork bones or chicken or like prawns or fish or whatever literally would be like in the soup it has broth and like vegetables in it as well and everyone eats from that pot kind of thing so that's actually the the main planet and then you get a small little planet which is like maybe side dishes (laughs) of like (laughs) some sort of vegetable and it's probably like broccoli or some sort of sauteed that and mm-hmm. again like some sort of pickled something and there's always be a plate of like, it's like a dipping sauce and it's like soy sauce or fish sauce with like mm. cut up chilies mm-hmm. and my dad he loves chilies he loves his spice so he literally has his own individual plate of chilies and I know it's a good I think I mentioned it before he knows it's a good meal when my dad takes off his shirt it's just sweating <laughs> like the chilies <laughs> But yeah, I think clearly it's like a common thing where yeah, you get a main dish, your own like rice and just proteins and then vegetables and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty similar, I assume. Mm. So the next question I was gonna ask is, um, can you cook any uh, dishes like Vietnamese or Japanese dishes? <laughs> Long story short, I like can't cook. <laughs>
2: I mean i might be able to cook if i try i just don't like i feel like i just never had the opportunity or never had the chance to because yeah. i always lived with my parents and my grandma and i maybe i could so basically
1: but... when you move out we can revisit this question <laughs> yeah we'll do this in part two it's fine maybe <laughs>
2: maybe in like two months because i feel like the first month is gonna be rough <laughs> <laughs>
1: What about you, uh, Slati?
0: I can, yeah. Yeah, you've cooked me a couple of dishes. Yeah, I I cook quite a bit. And especially now, having been at home, um, Mm -hmm. and, like, I'm at home and my mum works and she goes out quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So I've been cooking for the family for, like, a whole year now. Oh, wow. Wait,
2: like, the whole meal? Yeah. What have you been cooking? What? So I can...
0: so I can make so like I, I've like okay, so just like to clarify, I have been cooking for a while. Like I can definitely cook for myself and I can also yeah, yeah, cook yeah. dinner for like friends if they come over. Um yeah. but I yeah, I've, I've now I now know how to make my mum's karage, the fried chicken. Nice.
2: Um
0: I can make hamburgers, I can make omu rice. <laughs> I, love I can rice. make um I love but the thing is like <laughs> I, the, the thing with cooking is and people might hate me for it but I don't know what's the big deal about it because I do think Mm -hmm. like yeah if you can if you can cut food if you can Mm -hmm. read instructions Mm -hmm. and if you have the ingredients yeah you can cook yeah
2: yeah, yeah. if you get what
0: I mean like yeah so I don't you know so like but I but at the moment like I have the time to as well Mm -hmm. so I can Mm -hmm. um Yeah, so I've been cooking this whole year for, like, three people.
2: I really hope that's how it is, like, that it's not hard. Because maybe it's just, like, I'm not putting effort into cooking. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't have to. Like, I'm in in a situation where I don't have to cook myself.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: But maybe if I'm in that situation, it's not. I don't know, hopefully. But what do you cook? Like, what do you do? Do you cook... For, do you cook
0: Japanese food only for your family? No, no. I cook, like, I've made pizza and I've made, like, bread oh. and I've made, like, pasta <laughs> dishes. Yeah, uh-huh. um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, I always cook what I feel like cooking.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I also like baking. So I've been baking mm-hmm. as well. But, yeah, Japanese. And I think at the moment, like, Japanese food is just easier because I have to like
2: ingredients, ingredients just yeah. there yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but I don't use frozen foods so I know like some people like using frozen foods and then just like add that as like yeah. one of the satellite dishes but mm-hmm. I don't do that
2: I think yeah. it's also okay. hard to make certain dishes if you don't live in an area where it has like Asian supermarket like if you're yeah. in like a yeah. western country like it's really hard yeah. to find certain ingredients in your local stores like I know mm-hmm. my mom has to she does like a monthly trip to, like, this Japanese store near near New York. And we can only mm-hmm. go there once a week because it's so far. So we do, like, big oh. bulks of Japanese, like, ingredients, and we just, like, stock them up. Yeah. But, like, if she doesn't go there, like, there's certain dishes that she can't make
0: with yeah. just the ingredients
2: that the local supermarkets have
0: like i i used to not be able to make japanese food because I, I i had this image of like asian food being really complicated because there's a lot of sauces and like a lot of like yeah. ingredients inside so i used to only be able to make like western foods also cuz like i was i did food tech which is i think home economics home tech home tech. home economics in in our school we called it food tech so basically like yeah, cooking in too, school yeah. in high school so like i knew how to make i learned how to make a lot of western dishes but when i went to uni in england um the only present i got from my mom <laughs> like leaving present <laughs> was this like cookbook of like how to make really simple Asian, like Japanese food oh, and like that was sweet. like my go-to thing if I was going to make Asian food like Japanese food and ah. it was really like it was, that was like my entry point I think mm-hmm. to cooking Japanese food but I don't know how to make like Korean food or like Chinese food or like Vietnamese food this I Japanese I just know yeah I just know how to make Oh yeah get
1: that. I think um making like japanese or korean food etc i think my fear is like i don't know if this seems supposed to taste like this it's because you know you're not familiar with it so much right yeah um but the only thing you can compare it to is if you've had it in a restaurant or something or you've had it somewhere else like i think it tastes like this or close enough it, I <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: But yeah i definitely agree with Saki, like um you can't really cook those dishes if you don't have the resources and, like, at the moment, I live in an area where there's, like, I think there's, like, four or five Asian supermarkets around me. So I can easily just go mm. pop out mm-hmm. and get the rest, like, ingredients that I need to make these, uh, like, Vietnamese dishes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but to be fair, when I was at university, there was an Asian supermarket. Do you remember? There was actually one
0: Yes, Yes, there was. Yeah. But it yeah. didn't have any Japanese things. It was, like...
1: Yeah. I think the only thing they had was probably, like, sushi rice.
0: Or, like, soy sauce.
1: <laughs> yeah, soy sauce. <laughs> yeah there wasn't that many Vietnamese it, to be fair it was just mainly Chinese food yeah. there but it does it did the job I guess yeah ish.
0: which to clarify I think is like a really important thing to clarify is not the same like I know that a lot of people who are maybe not Asian might have this image that oh it's like jasmine rice or like sticky rice in just kind of mm, two categories different. or like fish sauce and soy sauce there are so many things in within that those yeah. categories that are completely yeah. different so yeah i know that when we when we say like asian supermarkets it's a very generic thing of like yeah. asian supermarkets but a lot of the time they stock obviously like the majority are chinese food sources because of like the the, the, the population is different yeah yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. just because it's an asian supermarket does not mean that it has any like Japanese like, yeah, food or like Japanese, Vietnamese yeah, or like Korean. Uh, yeah, it's, I think that's really interesting as well. So my
2: mom makes these like omelets with, mm. okay, so it's like a, you know, like what um, Satoko said, Omu, omurice. Um, right, yeah. So <clears throat> my mom makes omelets with, instead of the rice, she puts ground beef in it. It's, it's like eggs with ground beef underneath. And I mm. thought that was a dish that everybody knows. And I thought that's what an <laughs> omelette was. Like, I didn't think omelette was just eggs. I thought omelette was eggs with ground beef. And then omelette oh, is eggs with rice mm-hmm. inside. Yeah. So I thought that yeah. was what everybody knew. And apparently, it's a recipe that my grandma told, like that's taught my mom. So
0: cool. And I was
2: like, what? And it's like one of my favorite dishes that she, oh, like uh, aside from okonomiyaki. Yeah. You need like to learn how my to make yeah, yeah and it and she says that it's so easy, but it's so, like I totally thought it was like a known an thing in Japan. Dish, yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's just my grandma and my mom. <laughs> so when did you discover it wasn't like an, two an months ago <laughs> <laughs> How did you figure out? How did I figure? Uh, oh, I think I was trying to or like I was trying to look up a recipe online and I couldn't find it. And I, like, talked to my mom about it. And she was like, yeah. you're not going to find it online. <laughs> this is, like, what my mom told me. To something." So I was like, funny. what? That's hilarious.
1: That's hilarious. But That's it, like, quite mm-hmm. funny. Is there any, like, is there any family favorites for you as well? Satoko? Like, a family recipe. I like
2: don't brought know. To generation yeah. by
0: generation. I don't know. No. I know no. that my mom...
2: My grandma, my from my dad's side, would teach my mom how to cook certain things the way my dad likes it when yeah. they got married, when they first got married. Because, like I said, like I think every household or every person has their own way of making certain things,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and like my grandma obviously knows how my dad likes it growing mm-hmm. up. So, like she taught um, my mom how to make those things like in in a certain way and i feel like that's like a way of like bonding for them as well to like Mm -hmm. how to show love to um my dad i guess yeah yeah i don't think that answered
0: your question i remember there's like a like a in what was it inside joke between my parents Mm -hmm. and my grandparents like my grandma where i think on my mom's side so there's like a dish called katsu curry, which I think I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with. Um, the katsu, which is like the fried fried pork, is meant to go as like an actual like fillet on the rice. Um, but I think on my mum's side, they used to like cut it up and like dice it up and just put it in the curry. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so, so like when my mum made and my like dad it. really likes katsu curry. So when my mum made it, the first time, he was so shocked. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, first of all, where's the katsu? And second of all, what are these diced things in the curry? (laughs) That's (laughs) hilarious. Um, But yeah, that that was, that's something. But I I wasn't wasn't there.
1: Can you please tell me that your mum still serves it like that?
0: No, my mom like, my mom refuses to cook it. No, she refuses to cook it. She's like, "You want to eat it, you <laughs> can go out." <laughs> she got she got like, offended do you know by
2: the suggestion like the, <laughs> that,
0: the, the do you know
1: what? The, the pettiness level is so high that I want to strive to be that petty. I love it. So you you know what? You want cat soup? Make it yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's so funny. But the thing is like it's so petty cuz she's the one that's doing it wrong. Like, <laughs> this is how i like
2: it this is how i've been
0: making yeah. it yeah if you don't yeah. like it you I'll can take it, leave please, take it,
1: please learn how to make it like that I, yeah I like chop beg that i in. actually thank you
2: you have
0: to keep when that you tradition. come to london
1: 100 percent. when you come to london i want katsu cube okay katsu cube
0: curry okay <laughs> that's what we're calling it that's so funny yeah
1: <laughs> that's definitely one you have to <laughs> yeah um, i'm trying to think of mine to be fair um i can't think of anything because again it might be one of those things where i think it's a normal vietnamese dish but it might just be my mom's special kind mm. of thing mm. um, um i know there is like a noodle dish it's like a crab noodle dish i think mm-hmm. and i think that's been passed down like my mom and their like her sisters and my grandma and stuff
0: mm-hmm. um
1: because when I, when I went to Vietnam last, I went last time to Vietnam in 2016, um, I think my aunt still has like a food store, like just in front of her house. And she still makes the same same noodle dish. And I was like, this, this is like crack. It's so delicious. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, it's probably that. I don't have a funny story that I know of <laughs> at the moment <laughs> about it. But yeah, um, should just on so it. I'm really craving Katsukarun.
2: Katsu no, curry. I, 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 I'm so specific when it comes to food. I love katsu curry, but I won't. I prefer, like I don't eat just curry because <laughs> I love mm. meat. So my mm. mom knows it, and she never just serves curry. She always mm. serves it with katsu on it,
0: but not cubed.
2: <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <On it>. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's you know what, That's just that's just actually reminded me um how was your relationship with food when you didn't like food like a different no like a specific mm-hmm. type of food um so i just i literally was at home today and um we had the savory pancake right and i was just watching my niece eat the savory pancake first of all she was eating it like a cave she ate with her hands um but she would just eat the batter but not the filling, which is really strange. Mm. And I was just like, so my sister in I was like, does she not like the like the filling? She just like she just prefers eating the batter because it's crispy.
2: Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, I can
1: just I can just tell my mom to just make the batter like by itself. Mm. She's like, no, they will have really bad eating habits when they grow up. They're mm. eating it, literally forcing them to eat a kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then I realized, like, I literally grew up with my mom forcing me to eat mm. foods that I did not like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and I've actually realised I appreciated it more because I'm actually not that picky with food like I have foods where I prefer not to eat it but it's never like I will never eat it so like I think I discussed it with Tokyo, but I do not like coriander yeah
2: yeah and that is
1: like a massive herb in Vietnamese any like, a, like <laughs> honestly all Southeast Asian cu- um, cuisines especially Vietnamese it's literally dashed on all the time at the end and my mom just does it in abundance. she's just like <laughs> can i even see my noodles i don't know um so yeah i've realized and one of the things my mom still does as well i do not like bean sprouts like i eat it when it's crunchy because i like crunchy food um but when it's in a noodle soup it cooks basically and then it goes soft i don't like that texture mm. so what my mom does she hides it under my noodles. <laughs> so it's like bowl obviously most of Vietnamese food is like noodle soup so what she does she literally put a bowl she puts like a dash of like bean sprouts hides it on top of a bed of like noodles and soup and all these toppings blah blah so when i go to mix it i'm like oh, bean sprouts. <laughs> <Beans> <laughs> sprouts and it's because it acts like a fake noodle so i'm like eating it thinking it's a noodle and it's not <laughs> but yeah That's i so realized funny. um talking to people some people really have really particular food habits um, I came across friends where they have been picky to the point where they would just only eat pasta kind of growing up like just plain pasta oh. or just like plain rice and like food not touching each other and mm-hmm. very 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 like specific food um, relationships and I have realised like I could probably eat anything and not be too specific. Yeah, I'm quite. I think it's kind of grown me into a person where I'm quite open to even try any food at least once before I say yeah. like I don't like it. So yeah. like for the, for the longest time, I actually did not like sushi. I just didn't like the texture of like raw fish in my mouth mm-hmm. or even the seaweed. And then um, I tried it so many times. But I realised what it was, was I was eating them at really very un-Japanese places. <laughs> they were like very Japanese mm. chain type of places where it wasn't yeah. even Japanese food. And it was only until I, I worked at the Japanese bank and they like brought in actually Japanese sushi. Yeah, it's different. And then one, yeah. of, the, one of the women was like, okay, we're going to just go around the table and you can eat everything I suggest you. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and then eventually I'm quite, I'm actually quite, I'm quite fond of sushi now. So. <laughs> I'll still keep yeah. on trying things until <laughs> I I do make a decision. Like, do I like this? Do I not like this? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's my relationship with food. What about you guys in, in the sense of, like, growing up? Was there any foods, yeah. like, you didn't like, but you still had to eat? Or how was your parents, like, um, uh, discipline around food?
2: My mom really cares about nutrition, but she didn't, like, forcing people eating mm-hmm. things that they didn't like. So they, like, she wouldn't find a way to, like, put it in the food without us noticing hiding. it, hiding it, or, like, making it smaller, chopping it up, or, like, dicing it up so that it's not, like, you can't taste it, but you're still eating it. So, like, I didn't like, I maybe still don't like carrots. Um, and it's in, like, every, like, almost everything that my mom makes, especially, like, mm-hmm. curry. So she would, like, chop it up into, like, little pieces and then just, like, mix it up with the... Um,
0: how do you say? roux? The sauce? The sauce? The get sauce. The, main, I guess. sauce. Yeah, the, the, the sauce? The curry? Lynn's like, Lynn's like yeah. What's a <laughs> it, No,
2: I think it, it kind of sounds like,
1: I think the French word for like, rue which is kind of like a sauce. So I just Oh, sauce.
2: maybe that's where it comes from. Because it's katakana. <laughs> so. It's <not> Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe. Okay, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> um, but so yeah, carrots. she would like, mix it up, and um, it just becomes like, paste, like one paste. So, you don't, like, usually it'd be, like, usually when you have curry, like, at a restaurant or whatever, it'll be, like, in little, like, chunks, like, like, little, like, diced stuff, but I never ate them, so she would, like, chop it up, and, like, so then I would get the nutrition from, like, all the vegetables, Mm -hmm. but then, like, I wouldn't taste them. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So, you don't like carrots? No. I still don't.
1: (laughs) I actually don't like carrots. I don't like carrots either, like but
2: but it's not like i, I wouldn't i, eat I would eat nutrition. with yeah i would eat it if it's like there and i would eat it with everything else but i i wouldn't just eat just carrots like mm. you
1: know
2: i would it's need other things to eat it with
1: mm-hmm. i think for me i don't mind eating raw carrots but i hate cooked carrots weird taste mm. they very different taste
2: wait i'm mean, the it's the yeah, opposite i, I would well. never eat raw
1: really i like Almost, raw carrots i, I think, tried
2: it and i was like i feel so
0: good very i like crunchy crunch. delicious. Yeah. i like raw vegetables in general like i think yeah, vegetables raw yeah raw I, I prefer see. them raw the too yeah
2: yeah but i do remember my mom you know trying to or like she wouldn't let me leave the table until like i finished serving. yeah
1: same i used to do it as like, well like
2: or like she she wouldn't she would like give in and be like if you eat like half of you know, yeah, yeah. The left, like, have like mm-hmm. two of the three broccolis. You can leave
1: mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, what I used to do as well, because my mom used to do that to me as well. It's like you're yeah. not leaving the table until you eat.
2: Like I would, I would hate it. I'm like, I don't want to eat. I
1: know. I'm just sitting there, like everyone's finished eating. I'm just sitting yeah. there, like oh, I don't want to eat. And then it goes cold. <laughs> yeah. So, what I used to do is I used to like pretend to chew it in my mouth, and while I wasn't looking, I used to get tissue. I used to get tissue like a kitchen towel and I like spit it in there and, <laughs> it in. Uh, and then there'll be times where I'll do the same thing and I'll go to the toilet at the moment your toilet and I'm like it's in my mouth and I'm like that's, <laughs> the the
0: and it's like that's the worst thing that's like the thing you don't like is that it's in your mouth like once it's in your mouth you might as well just swallow it so <laughs> then keep it in that's your so mouth true. until you go to the toilet that's it's so, so funny that's so funny I don't yeah I don't really remember ever like not liking anything to be honest. Mm -hmm. I think, I think from a very quite a young age, like before I can remember, my parents always kind of gave me a little bit of what they were eating. So, like, instead of having like baby food, I'm told I just had like kind of mushed up versions of what my parents were eating. So, like, I think that's quite common. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I kind of always. Yeah, and then I guess I didn't, I used to not like boiled things, like boiled vegetables, but also like if a chicken is like boiled, I didn't like it because it just kind of, it's just damp and I didn't like it. I didn't like the dampness of it, but it was the same. It's like, you're going to, like, we're not going to accommodate you child yeah we are going to you are going to accommodate us us. (laughs) yeah yeah and like as as an only child i had no other like allies i had no other friends to be like you know so i'd just always be like okay (laughs) i'm gonna have to eat this and like i think is it i don't know like i guess like it was just different parenting maybe but like if we had like um boiled like boiled chicken or something and like they like my parents would be eating with mustard because like I I guess that's Mm -hmm. what they liked um Mm -hmm. and I'd be like I don't like this and they'd be like try it with mustard Mm -hmm. I'm like you're giving a child something really spicy and like I'm not gonna like mustard you know and they were like no no, just put it on until you don't like you know taste the damp chicken I'm like that this is just making it worse um, so, but I would have to eat it and now I have to eat it with like loads of mustard on it and I'm just,
1: like, like, what is this it, um, it was okay before but now you made it worse yeah but I yeah. think
0: but then like growing up like mm-hmm. I even if I like I always feel like I I'm interested in what other people are eating more than what I'm eating and so like even if I don't like it if some if like a friend or my parents or anyone is eating it like I would try so hard to like like it that eventually I would like it um so like coriander I used to also really not like but now I love coriander like because I ate tried and tried to eat it so many times and I, I forced myself to like it that I do really like it now or like I can eat both, but yeah, so like, even, because I remember when I was a kid, and I went to school, and you, you have like, you get, you have to choose, like, this is like kindergarten, so like, I'm like six, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, do you want, hot, do you want um milk, do you want milk, or do you want chocolate milk, and that was like, your two options, because it's a very, it's, yeah. you know, for drink, yeah. and I wanted to drink milk. Because I didn't really like chocolate milk, but everyone else um. was drinking chocolate milk. So I said chocolate milk so much so that every day I would be forcing myself to drink something <laughs> that I don't actually want to drink. Uh. <laughs> oh. But like, it, but because everyone else was doing it, yeah, I drank chocolate. And then mm. now I do like chocolate milk. So I'm, I like train myself. <laughs> To
1: like, like i think that's what it is it's like resilience like right? no that's like literally with the sushi i was like i will like sushi i'll still continue to eat it even though it makes me yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> i think, oh, I, like I think the resilience taught me to like eat all the things that i don't prefer first so then i can enjoy yeah. the food at the yeah. end
0: yeah I do that so too. i can finish everything
2: i still yeah. do that now yeah i do that yeah. too i and i leave like the perfect bite at the end and if somebody yeah. takes that like part of the last bite, I get furious. Like that's yeah. I've been saving that bite for the whole no, year. Not touching that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so,
2: yeah. <laughs> you know what? It yeah. just reminded me when you mentioned about like food in school. So mm-hmm. I went to like a Japanese Japanese school, like in Japan, like no mm-hmm. n- like no international whatever um, for three years, from first grade to third third grade, um, and I remember. Like Kyushoku is like lunchtime in Japan is like a big thing, right? And teachers will not let you go to recess if you don't finish your food. Like really? you are left behind oh. in the classroom trying to finish all your food, right? And there's like, you know, there's a few people who like, you know, are picky and don't like, you know, mm-hmm. and they're always stuck in my classroom <laughs> where, when while everybody else is playing like, outside. <laughs> You know, and I felt so bad and I I had like one friend who like was very picky and didn't like like almost like half of the food that they always prepared Mm -hmm. so we would like secretly give each other things that we don't like and it would be like we'll do like a trade off would be like I'll take that you take this. So we can go to recess. But I feel like the whole, like, you know, like you have to finish your food thing is like taught in school as well in Japan. Mm. Yeah. It's not just like That's households. another thing
0: that we ta- we touched yeah. upon of like food wastage. And it's not just, oh, you know, yeah. it's not, and it, you know, and it's, yeah, not just leaving stuff just because it's also like manners, but also we tend to eat everything. Like with, if we yeah. have fish, you can mm. eat All the majority of the, of the things All yeah it, yeah and it's stuff and i think that's you know some people might think that's really weird or disgusting but at the same time like if you think about it it's There's really quite economical and like, yeah yeah Mm-mm.
1: yeah yeah i agree with that i think um what was it i think the day my mom tried to teach me how to fillet a, a whole fish was a day it was like mom i'm just gonna buy a fillet fish this is long but yeah they mm. definitely don't waste anything yeah like my mom would even like she tried she taught me how to even prepare like a whole chicken and she was like oh you use bones for like broth i was like well i usually would just throw this away yeah and it's i've like grown so many habits from my mom mm-hmm. where nothing goes to like at all you can use something for something yeah even if it's not for consumption like direct consumption kind of thing mm-hmm. um, my mom uses I like don't. you
0: know when you peel like cabbage leaves like at yeah. the very outside or like the outside of spring onions yeah. or whatever or like so. onions that you would normally throw yeah. away she would like mm-hmm. put it together and make a stock out of it
2: yeah
0: it's so weird but out of it? stock, stock like for soup oh, oh. Yeah. like vegetable stock yeah yeah so it's, you don't it, it's I, really good yeah i don't know if this is like in my head like psychological or if this is actually happening but i can smell bacon <laughs> that's so funny so, either <laughs> i'm having like a stroke <laughs> or this or is actually happening or yeah your, your, your or someone's actually about food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway
1: <laughs> um what's gonna say um, 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 um. i also think i don't know if it's a japanese thing but i, I definitely had this relationship with food between like Eastern and Western cultures, very different. Um, especially when um, like, talk about meats, I remember when I was in Vietnam last time, um, I came across like a truck of like pigs, and I was like to my dad, I was like, "Why is there a massive truck of like just pigs?" And he was just saying like, "Oh, they're all gonna be slaughtered." I was like, "Huh?" And then like when I went to like wet markets, I've realized like the like you see the things that supermarkets don't show you like you go to a supermarket and you yeah. can see pork you can see chicken you can see like fillets basically where it doesn't have eyes it doesn't have arms legs like you don't associate it almost as an animal and I think for me it was like, I, I felt really bad consuming this like meat because I was like I literally saw you mm-hmm. with eyes and a head and legs and arms and etc and um yeah I think I don't know if it's the western culture thing or maybe it's because it's like a developed country so you don't really see the countryside-esque of Mm. um meats Mm -hmm. being prepared um but yeah i was vegan for a while i I just i just couldn't handle the association of meats basically Mm -hmm. being prepared like that and even fish basically
2: or I know that a lot of people just like try to make sure that everything is eaten you know just don't waste anything if they do continue to eat yeah, it yeah not... yeah
1: exactly yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah let me do one more question because I don't want to edit a three hour <laughs> 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 um okay so this is going to be a good one for the last one but um how do you feel about westernization of asian food so like japanese food, how long have
0: we got now
1: <laughs> this can be a five-hour podcast if you want <laughs> <That's
0: this question. laughs> how do you feel about uh, it Lynn?
1: i can i can talk about it because i guess i i kind of mentioned it uh, slightly with the first uh, vietnamese restaurant i saw in london so it's called pho which is the one of the traditional vietnamese dishes and uh, I gave it a try. First of all, I didn't know it was owned by like non-Vietnamese people. Once I spent, tr- I went to try it, and I ate it, and it was awful, to say the least. I tried the actual fur, and it was bland. It just tasted like hot water, which is very hard to do. I don't really know how that happened. <laughs> uh, but they didn't have any. I don't know if Japanese food have it, but we have a lot of like sauces or condiments or basically additions to basically personalize your dish. So you have like chilies on the side or like herbs uh fish sauce sriracha blah blah all that um because it was bland i tried to dress it up but they didn't have any sauces. i was like this is bad this is a bad place um so i went to google it the place and then that's when i realized it was not owned by vietnamese people at all Mm -hmm. but then i also came across a article where they tried to trademark the word pho in all Mm. vietnamese restaurants Mm. (laughs) <laughs> so um that was very interesting um like i remember speaking to my mom about it and she said like she kind of gets why it would be catered to western palates
2: mm-hmm. she
1: said like it might be too spicy for them too flavorful too salty blah blah, blah. but i was like it's not really vietnamese food then if you water it down
2: yeah
1: you know and even to this day, I can't really recommend a Vietnamese restaurant because maybe one, I don't try too many, or two, they're just not good enough for me to even recommend. Yeah. To people. Um, but like even without just Vietnamese food, I know Chinese food is so different to what actually Chinese food is. Yeah,
2: like, yeah. I you know, think yeah. Japanese I think Chinese food in Japan is very different to yeah. actual Chinese I, food. Too different, very and also different mm-hmm. to American Chinese food. Yeah. Really? Yeah. probably yeah interesting
0: I actually I, I, I don't like Chinese food I, I haven't I haven't found a Chinese food restaurant or any dishes that I like mm-hmm. but I think but I am 99% sure it's because I haven't actually I haven't ever eaten actual Chinese food yeah yeah yeah
1: agreed yeah so like I um I also was in that space but then I went to Beijing right for three weeks and then I, I I ate authentic Chinese food and I was like, this is not what they serve back in the UK like, yeah. at all. And I think Chinese people know that as well. Like mm-hmm. it's westernized Chinese food. Mm-hmm. It's takeaway Chinese food. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um so yeah, when I had this discussion with mom, she gets it. She was like, The Chinese food and Chinese takeaways is not Chinese food. Like everyone knows that. Yeah. Like you don't you don't have like they, they even serve like omelets and chips and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's not chinese food <laughs> it's not chinese food yeah but
2: yeah
1: what, what um oh wait also this is really interesting i went to a um a food market during uh work lunch once and um i didn't know what i was like feeling and then um one of my colleagues was like oh there's a chinese place and i was like actually mm, kind of feeling noodles i don't really mind and then i looked and it was ran by like non-asian people basically yeah my it might be a biased thing for me but i automatically thought it's not gonna be good like (laughs) it was an automatic thing and then one of my colleagues uh just said like oh that's a that's a strange comment to say and i was like why and i was like are you that's an assumption that you're saying non-asian food non-asian people can't cook asian food correct and i was like yeah pretty (laughs) much i said like i grew up Asian's cooking Asian food for me, and it was mm-hmm. good. And I've had Asian food being cooked by non-Asian food, and it was terrible.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not saying obviously that's a general thing, but it's just with my experience, yeah. it's not been great. It's yeah. just not been good.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Yeah. What about you guys? How do you feel about Western Japanese food?
2: Whenever, whenever I see a Japanese restaurant in America, it's always sushi and nothing else. Like I only see. Yeah. Things. And I feel like amer- like western people like Americans only or Americans think that sushi is like the only thing we eat because mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. so i like i don't I feel like I can never go out and like have Japanese food I mean like sometimes there's like ramen, but I mean it's very different from you know the ramen that I know, so I mm-hmm. never get those and whenever i do it's so expensive but yeah i know there's a few you know japanese sushi restaurants around in my area but they none of them are run by run by japanese people they're yeah. either chinese korean or yeah. other asian descent never japanese like i've never seen any japanese people owning a japanese restaurant um but yeah Even with, like, sushi, like, the sushis that we have here is not... Like, we don't have California roll, dragon roll. Like, what is that? I mean, I Mm. like them. It's good. But I see them (laughs) as a different dish than, like, sushi that I know in Japan. It's, like, a whole different dish. Um, Mm. It's not that I don't like them, but it's just very different. And I, like, wish that people knew that that's not what Japanese food is.
0: Yeah. Like,
2: avocado salmon roll. Like, I love that, but that's not what we eat like we don't freaking have
0: <laughs> to them. you know yeah that's interesting yeah yeah I mean yeah I I think the I think the issue for me is not really whether it tastes good or tastes bad in the west because I think that's just you know it, in a way like I'm grateful that people are trying because then it allows like people who otherwise wouldn't be able to go to these countries like who have no accessibility mm-hmm. to have a little bit of like a ti- a little bit of taste of like what other countries other... eat and like yeah, yeah in all honesty like I would do the same like if I don't have the opportunity to go to Africa or Latin America mm-hmm. you know so yeah I would go to a Mexican and assume that this is what they eat and yeah. like, get you know, a, and and it, it, yeah, and maybe <laughs> yeah. it's not maybe it's not the same, you know, kind of tacos or whatever. Like, I don't even know if they eat tacos there. Maybe they don't. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I and but at least I get to taste a little bit of it. And so those mm-hmm. so like, you know, in that sense, it's nice and it's good. The only issue, I wouldn't say the only issue, but one issue that I do have is that those like the westernization of asian food in western culture in in the west means that that's the only people assume that that is all we eat or like Mm. that's the only thing we eat or that that is representative of our food and the issue that i have is that then when people um it's like, yeah, it's like if you see Japanese restaurants and they only serve Californian rolls or different kind of sushis, that mm-hmm. that is what they expect or that is what they assume Japanese people eat. Mm-hmm. And when they when they come to my house or the, when they come to Japan and they see, like, we eat other things and it's like, oh, what is that? And, like, they get yeah. kind of grossed out or, like, like surprised. Yeah. That, for me, is an issue because it's like then you're clearly not really understanding what we are eating, you know. Yeah, it's like, right, it's, yeah, like yeah. It's, 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 very, it's a little bit difficult to explain, but if you come to Japan expecting California rolls, you're not going to get what you expected. Yeah. And instead, you're going to get full-on raw fish. And, yeah. and then I don't like it when people then get disgusted by that at that, mm. point, that, at that moment. And it's like, oh, but I don't eat fish. And it's like, well, then your assumptions are wrong. Japanese, yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what people yeah. eat in Japan. Or like, oh, I don't eat, like, the fish's head. Or like, I don't eat this. And it's like, well, yeah. you can't... you Based on your own assumptions, you cannot say what you can and cannot eat when you go to mm-hmm. that culture, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's the issue that I have, is that it creates a very dis... Um, like, a very dis what's the word but just a different image of what we eat and then Mm -hmm. people come to the country or people like interact with us expecting their expectations when it Mm -hmm. when the reality might be very different and I think thankfully like a lot of my friends who have come to Japan much prefer like food in Japan than what they and they realize like oh it's so different like because Mm -hmm. the thing is like When I go, when I'm in the UK, the main source of Japanese food is like Wagamama's
2: and it's like,
0: it is not, and and they, and the thing with Wagamama's is like, they serve, they have a Japanese name, they kind of sell it as like a Japanese restaurant, but Mm -hmm. the only really Japanese thing that they have is the katsu curry, which isn't even, which doesn't even taste like a katsu curry, Mm -hmm. like... Mm -hmm. And the other things are like balmy and like fried rice. And that's not something yeah. that yeah. is, you know, Japanese. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a different Asian country. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's really interesting mm-hmm. um, when you think about that, that it's, it, for them, for like the Westernization means, yeah, a little bit more accessibility and you can, you know, delve into that culture a little bit more and at least talk about it, That which is always good. Mm-hmm. But I think... Appropriation, maybe, or like yeah. just kind of, and I think that goes to, you know your experience, Lynn. I wouldn't mind going to a Asian restaurant um, owned by a non-asian person. if that person has been to Asia and has learned its history and mm-hmm. yeah. learned yeah, yeah. kind of the ways of cooking it, I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind. And I think in you know, I'm not saying that Western food culture doesn't have any history. That's not what I'm saying. But I think for a lot of non-Western cultures, food yeah. comes from a much deeper place than just um, as a like energy source. Like it yeah. comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about passed down from generations, but we also talk about how it's how it really relates to the environment because each region has mm-hmm. a different food, um, mm-hmm. and the history, like how this all came about and like where it came from and like so if someone understands all of that then I wouldn't really mind so much but if it's just about okay Asian food is a trend right now let's drink green tea and have sushi along with like (laughs) quinoa it's like that that's a little bit like "Mm, maybe you're not quite getting it
1: yeah I think Vietnamese food in London is not great in my opinion after all um, people, people, I mean, Vietnamese people in London, they go to Paris, they go to France. Even. Yeah, it's just such a massive um, population in France. And the best Vietnamese food outside of Vietnam, um, yeah, outside of Vietnam, I've had is actually in France. It was so mm. good. I wouldn't even say on par with my mom's food, but I would never tell her that. Mom, she won't be listening to this. I don't even know why. I was gonna put a warning, mom I'm lying. Oh, if my brothers are listening, don't tell mom. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah but i think that's with like you know we uh, appropriation is what we need to be a lot more careful of i think just in general yeah i think
1: definitely with like the trend of food i think like the tiktok generation and instagram has like exacerbated trends Mm -hmm. especially with vegan food like Mm. a lot of vegan food actually stems from asian history asian Mm -hmm. like um Roots so like tofu and mm. seitan, like soybean, just soy, anything, and mm-hmm. I don't think people even understand that. They just think just vegan food is vegan food,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: they might even associate it with just Western food. Mm-hmm. um and People think like in Asia because we we consume a lot of meat that they think is just not vegetarian like, at all, but. Um, Vietnam, most of the population is Buddhist, and they get—they're pretty vegan basically. Mm-hmm. I think every when I was there, every Sunday they eat vegan, and I was like, "Oh, it's interesting." Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of really good food, and that's when I came across um, jackfruit as a meat instead of mm-hmm. fruit to eat. <laughs> it was good.
2: Isn't it really hard to go vegan in Japan? Because in there's a lot of like, or like I there's tried. A lot of like.
0: I mean, I lasted for like a year like an and a inc- half, I think.
2: Yeah. First, it's like hard to get the ingredients and also expensive. But like, there's mm. a lot of like meat or like fish stuff in like sauces and like, yeah. so yeah. it's really hard to, I heard, yeah. with Japanese food, I- like not in Japan, but like being yeah. vegan with Japanese food.
0: Mm.
1: I remember, yeah, Satoka was telling me she's vegan. She was like, "Meat is cheaper than vegetables." And <laughs> like, yeah. going vegan is so expensive. Yeah,
2: yeah. I you remember like you. Vegan? I remember you and Mina were like, just
0: yeah. complaining about how it's like hard it is to go vegan. Or vegan, that's we were crazy. like eating like raw vegetables for like just vegetable sticks, like carrots and cucumbers oh. for like a year. It's <laughs> no, literally not. a sock's nightmare. <laughs> 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 cucumbers. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, talking about trends, though, I feel like I'm guilty of that, too, because, like, you know, quinoa is trendy, or, like, couscous is trendy, or, like, those kind of Eastern, Mm -hmm. like, Moroccan or, like, um, you know, Latin American foods are trendy in some cases, but I'm pretty sure that I do not eat it in the right way. Like, I have quinoa salad, or, like, I just, like, kind of put everything together, and I eat it because I'm told that it's healthy and it has health benefits but whether if if, you know someone from Peru sees what I'm eating they'd probably cry and they'd be like that's (laughs) not how you make it you're butchering our food you know so like I feel like I'm guilty of that too and I think it would be nice if we see like recipes online that come with the actual kind of where it came from and like the, the people and like more a better accessibility to foods that indigenous people actually eat and how they mm-hmm. eat it and stuff and that would mm-hmm. be really nice to see as well yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah i think it it could be also celebrated right like more people eating tofu and not like grossed out mm-hmm. by tofu mm-hmm. yeah and stuff so i think there's always obviously both sides to it there's that you yeah. know, the appropriation side of it but then there's also an actual appreciation of um you know different or unconventional foods that you're probably not used to in your diet
0: yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think if people, women, okay. yeah, I think if people represented it as it is and the way it should be, you'd have a lot less misunderstanding of what yeah. it is. Because it's like at the moment, it's like, well, that's you know, people not from your culture are saying that's wrong, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, it's only wrong because it was misrepresented in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if yeah, it was yeah. represented correctly, then you wouldn't have this misunderstanding. I think, yeah. mm-hmm. you know thank you
1: for listening if you want to connect with us find us at our instagram at asian narrative project and if you want to share any of your stories send us a message we'll be looking forward to hearing from you and in the meantime tune in for our monthly episodes and make sure you share it with your friends